Okay, um, it's it's nine o'clock, so I think we're just going to get started. Um, today is Thursday, April seventh, two thousand sixteen, and this is the Fiction Old and New Book Group. And tonight we're discussing Stina Holmes's book, Still Water Rising. Um, Stina Holmes grew up in a small town in Canada. She's married and has three daughters. According to her website, she's written more than 20 novels and has sold over 1 million copies of her books. She won the 2012 Indie Excellence Award and is frequently a guest speaker on the topic of indie publishing. Tonight's novel, Stillwater Rising, is the first in the Stillwater Bay series. The second book in the series is Dreaming of Stillwater, and she also wrote a prequel to Stillwater Rising called Before the Storm, but it was actually published after Stillwater Rising. So I'm just going to go through the characters, because I know many of us belong to (laughs) multiple book groups, and all the names start blending together. Um, There's Jennifer Crown, who was the mother of her son, Bobby, who was one of the, the victims in the school shooting. And she was the one who wanted the school to be torn down and a memorial put in its place. And her daughter is Charity, who's 13 years old. And then Jennifer's husband was Robert, who um, he was. He had a real estate office. And um, Charlotte Stone is the town mayor and Jennifer's friend. And then Charlotte Stone's husband was Jordan, and he was also the elementary school principal. And then there's Julia Barry, who is the mother of the shooter, Gabriel Barry. And then Samantha Hill was um, the last reporter in the town. And there was also Pastor Scott and Pastor Scott's wife, Lacey. And their child actually died in uh, the shooting as well. Um, So I guess there was three main female characters. There's Jennifer and there's Charlotte, and there's Julia. And I guess one of the things I was wondering was, which of these three characters did you feel the most uh, attachment or empathy with? I was surprised, but I actually found myself the most drawn to Julia, um, who was the mother of the shooter, which I, I didn't expect that that would be the character that I would feel the most empathy with. So why don't we see what everybody thought of the book? Well, on that question, I stand with Charlotte. I know she was a busybody. I know she got into areas where she perhaps shouldn't. But she also was mayor of the town. And she was the rock, in my opinion, that held it together. So I'll shut up. I'm trying to answer your question. Others will do the same. I like this book okay. Uh, I I don't imagine I'm going to be reading any more in the series. because I I don't know. uh, well, like Michelle, I liked Julia the best of, of those three. Uh, I, I didn't care for Jennifer at all. I, I'm not a big a big fan of people who who refuse to forgive. And uh, I mean, I realize she had a lot to be upset about, but uh, uh, being angry and and and, uh, and not letting go of stuff like that. I mean, obviously she was coming around toward the end. I thought, but uh, I, I didn't care for her that much. And uh, I like Charlotte okay. Uh, I didn't like her as much because she didn't have any kids, I guess. But uh, uh, but uh, she she you know, she she was decent. Uh, I guess the, the the character I really liked was the guy that did the uh, the artwork that lived at the lighthouse. I thought he he was kind of the uh, one of the one of the nicest characters. But uh, 
you know, I, I thought the book was okay. Like I said, I thought I'm glad it was short, and uh, I, I just didn't really identify it. If anybody can tell me what state that I know this is a fictional town, but I kept trying to place it somewhere in the country and 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 kept coming up short. I don't think it ever said where it was supposed to be, but if somebody can correct me, I'd appreciate it. I don't think it did either, and I I too gravitated toward uh, Julia. She she really had a lot to put up with. Um, she did it. She didn't uh, want to get involved with the people because she knew they would hate her. And I had a teenager who was, um, shall we say, into everything. And, and a parent can't be responsible for everything a child does. I just I just really liked her a lot. Um, I did like Charlotte as well. She was not... Uh, she was... Uh, yeah, she kind of held everything together and that saw that as her job, but she got a little bit... Um, rawr, I'm going to do this no matter what. And as far as... as uh, Jennifer is concerned. She was just nuts. Um, I yeah, I, I agree. I like Julia better too. I think because I felt sorry for her. I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was a review on DB Review of this book, and then a follow up where someone said that they thought the book was trite and contrived. And I was wondering if that's how you felt, Alan, because I don't think that's a totally invalid criticism. There were some uh, kind of if you were going to write a book about the aftermath of a shooting. Here are the stock characters you'd expect. And there was, I felt a little bit that way, but in spite of that, I liked the book enough to recommend it because I thought there'd be a lot to discuss. Um, I did think the character of Trevor, the, the really scumbag guy who wanted to run Julie out of town, I thought he almost could have been left out. I mean, it was enough to say her house was being vandalized. There's always a guy like that in town in these books, and he was just so despicable. He wasn't even worth mentioning in the book. I think... Contrived is a, is a good word. Um, I had great empathy for Julia, but I really did admire Charlotte the most. I mean, I think she went out of her way with the children and, uh, and not to have any of her own. I really thought that she did a great job um, with, with, in her contact with the children. So um, she really was my favorite character. Well, you know, I, I wasn't as fond of Charlotte as, as the rest of you. I didn't particularly like that idea that she came up with um, with Jennifer's husband, Robert, that Robert's family would be the representational family to tell the, the, the story so that they would leave the rest of the, the, the families alone. I mean, I guess I can understand that, but I thought it really put Jennifer and Robert in a, a really difficult position because obviously these, these kind of cases attract a lot of attention and I'm sure the town was just overrun um, with um, you know with, with people um, with respect to the setting I know that she lives currently in California <clears throat> and she grew up in Canada so I, I, I thought it might have taken place somewhere in California I don't know it had that west coast feeling to me but I don't remember exactly in the book um, and one of the things that I thought she could have actually carried out a little bit better in the story was in, in the very beginning, 
Jennifer was dropping her children off at the school, and she actually bumped into Gabriel Barry on her way out of the school, and Jennifer was on the phone, and she felt so guilty because, you know, she didn't put it together that Gabriel should not have been at the public school. And I thought that was something that, as a parent, that, you know, she just mentioned it in the beginning, and then she never took that up through the rest of the story. And that part really kind of stayed with me. Um, and another thing I wondered is, if you were Jennifer or if you were Julia, would you have wanted to leave the town and start fresh somewhere else, or would you have wanted to, to stay stay in this town? Because I thought different people might have had different perspectives on that. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I, I'm I, I'm not a big fan of of running away from stuff. I, I would probably have stayed in the town, but. Uh, uh, I, I did agree a, a little bit with Miriam's review on DB Review about it being uh, the characters being a, a little a, a little contrite, uh, and you know I, I, she was replying to, to John Weedlick's review, and uh, uh, but you know well, like I said I, you know I, the, I still got through the book all right I mean it, it, was, it was it was it was a fairly good read I just, I just didn't really warm up to any any of the characters that that much I, I mean I'll, I'll and, and and now that y'all say this is part of a, a, a series, I mean, it's obvious that they left holes by design and stuff. I mean, they, they left so many threads dangling because, you know, they never they never really said about Jordan. I mean, you have this reporter there that's trying to dig into the rest of the story, and they just left that hanging. And, you know, you know Jordan's about to confess this big thing at the end. They left that hanging. And, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I've never been a, I've never been, never been a big fan of... Uh, Leaving a lot of threads dangling to try to, to try to sell the next book, but I, I know authors do that. I think our mic froze up. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, you guys can hear me. But a couple people were ahead of me, but nobody was getting in. I had to hit the Control F12 to get in. Um, I forgot what I was going to say now. Uh, oh, I, I didn't like the ending at all. I was really, really annoyed that we didn't find out what Jordan was going to confess. I don't know about you guys, but I suspect that. Gabriel might have been his child. He might have had an affair with Julia, but maybe I'm just been watching too many soap operas. I thought that too. And I did not, and I, I know I was supposed to like Robert, but I really didn't. He passed everything on to Ju, uh, to um, uh, Jennifer. Um, I didn't think he was as supportive as he could slash should have been. I thought he was, um, of course, when you're, we, you have a tragedy like that, God knows how you're going to react. And, but I, I think thought he could have been a little bit more, um, well, supportive. Uh, I guess I didn't get on last time. Uh, I guess I picked Charlotte as the best character in the book, but uh, Gwen, and the worst, I guess, is Gwen was trying to close the school down, but... Uh, it, they did leave, kind of leave us hanging at the end there with the what was going to be confessed there, but uh, uh, I, I think if it was contrived, it was pretty well contrived. 
You know, I read a couple of reviews of this book, and that was the, the guess that everybody had, was that Jordan was actually the father of, um, of the shooter, of the boy who was the shooter, which kind of made sense because he was in the backyard. He was hanging out in Julia's backyard all the time, and either they were having an affair or they had had an affair and it was continuing. I thought that was sort of the implication. Um, I guess if the, the story was contrived, in the, for me, the only relationship I thought was a little contrived was the one between Jennifer and Robert because they put in like, like everything that you could possibly have in the relationship, like Jennifer is drinking and we found out that Jennifer had inquired about a divorce and, you know, so, you know, they kind of put all these sort of things in and then obviously their son died um so you know it was it was a little bit too much i thought you know and then then sort of miraculously they came together and i i didn't quite buy it you know i just said to myself she was so angry and he seemed kind of out of touch and i just didn't really buy the reconciliation very much so that was the the relationship that I thought in, in the situation that was most contrived. Um, and another, this is a, just a very small point, but at one point in the story, Jennifer um, visits her son's grave, and she notices that there are small toys that are on the other graves of the other children. And I, I will say that this actually is true in real life because where my father is buried, um, the first time that I went there, in the very next row, there was a there's a grave of a little boy who died when he was about five years old and every time that we ever go there there's all these kind of little toys and stuff all around so i imagine that his parents must visit very often and put these toys there so i thought that was that was a a good touch that she put in the story and something that that actually would happen in real life you know what really bothered me about jennifer was i didn't think she was a very good mother to her daughter in the sense that the daughter certainly didn't want the school closed. She certainly wanted to go back. She certainly wanted to go on. And she had friends who did. And I think the mother should have respected that and kept out of the whole thing. Yeah, I thought I thought the uh, they had kind of a role reversal. I, I thought uh, Charity was acting more like the the, the mid-30s or, or whatever uh, age Jennifer would have been. And Jennifer was acting more like a 13-year-old. Uh, uh, and so, yeah, I, I, I didn't care for that. And I agree with Michelle. I thought the, uh, the, whole, the whole thing about, you know, Robert and Jennifer, you know, trying to get them back together, that, just, that, all, that all kind of just seemed to happen a little too quickly toward the end there after everything else that had been going on. So... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, I I think that when I thought of Jennifer, I just thought of somebody who was overcome with with grief and anger, and that was the way that this was coming out. Because I think it takes a lot of chutzpah to, you know, demand that they they should close the school and put up a memorial. I I, I thought that was beyond what what most people would do and the only way i could think of it was that she was just so grief-stricken and so angry that this is how that how she was dealing with it and and yes it was it was pretty terrible what and her daughter was like in the beginning of the story and then she kind of we didn't really meet her sort of till the end of the story um and she seemed to just want to 
go on with her life. You know, the daughter, I mean, I'm sure she missed her brother, but, um, you know, she she had a, a sort of different reaction. And I think Julia, for me, was easier to take because she was so grief-stricken, but she wasn't angry. She was just heartbroken. And so I think it was much easier for me to feel more for her. And any time people wanted to reach out and help her, she she just didn't even want that help because she would get these offers from people all around the country that would send her gift baskets and flowers, and, and she wanted all that stuff to be donated to, to charity. So it's very easy to, to empathize, I think, with somebody who isn't angry. And I think Jennifer just was was so angry that it was hard to like her. Um, I know this was a short book, but a lot of it could really have been cut out. Um, some, you know, the the uh, Travis Travis could have gone. Uh, a couple of the the um, experience. I got tired of hearing about how angry she was. I got to the point where I was saying, "Okay, get on with it." Um, but maybe I was impatient. No, I think you're right. I think they could have cut that out, and I think they could have cut the visitors from out of town that she went and took some kind of gift basket to or something. But then on the other hand, like Michelle said, there were so many things that were not flushed out. I mean, she threw all this stuff in there and then never flushed it out, like the relationship between Bob Bob and and Jen and um, charities. You know, I think the daughter handled things better also. What was the other thing I was going to say that wasn't flushed out? I don't remember now, but... There were several things that I think, a, I hate to say better, but a different author might have handled better and uh, given you some kind of closure on it, and at least not just throwing these threads out there and let them dangle. Um, I, I didn't, I agreed with Charlotte. I didn't think the school should close, and I felt Charlotte was in an awkward position since she had not lost a child. It would be hard to be in that position to be telling parents that did lose children what you think should happen. Oh, I know the other thread that wasn't flushed out. Lacey seemed to have lost her religion, and it would have been nice to maybe have that character developed a little more and learn more about that. I, I thought they threw in all these little characters just to sort of give you the flavor of the town, just to show you that this was a town where everybody knew each other and everybody was involved with each other. That's why I thought she kind of put in all these kind of characters. Um, and I wondered, did any of you have any idea what happened to Jordan on the day of the school shooting? I mean, we found out at the end when he told us what actions he actually took, but I, I wasn't really sure. I, I, I don't know. I don't think I was really surprised, but I guess, you know, he was, everybody was saying he was so heroic, but it turned out he really wasn't that heroic. And I don't know, did you suspect anything with him? Uh, yeah, I mean, they they left that kind of dangling, too, because, uh, I mean, he hinted that, that, that he kind of hid in his office, it sounded like, but it, it, it seemed to me like as if he had more to say, and, and I guess they're saving that for the next book, maybe. But, uh, and, and another thing, I, I thought at one point they seemed to, uh, maybe I picked up on this incorrectly, but y'all can tell me if I'm wrong or not, I thought they were kind of hinting that maybe, that artist guy that, that made that memorial thing, that the guy that lived at the lighthouse, I can't remember his name, might have had some interest in the reporter. Was her name Samantha, maybe? The reporter that was hanging around, going to get the rest of the story that, that they never really told us what it was. 
uh, or, or did I did I read into there something that wasn't there? I I, uh, I think that it sounds like they had a, a longer book. They divided into two books. We're going to the seek. A lot of this will come out in the sequel. I, I, I. That's very possible, actually. Yeah, the reporter was Samantha, and she wasn't as. Um, like a tack dog or whatever you want to call it, as I would have suspected. And I also found it really odd that her publisher let her stay in town for so long after this. It just didn't, like she said, well, I have a hunch or something and I'm going to hang around. And I just couldn't imagine in real life that they would actually let her do this. Um, I did wonder, you know, this book was told from a few different points of view. And I wondered if there was any character who you would have liked to have heard more of their point of view. In in my case, I actually would have liked to heard Robert, Jennifer's husband's point of view a little bit more because I felt like I didn't always know what was going on with him. Yeah, I think Jordan did hide in his office seat. That's what he confessed at the end. But he must have come out and done something because people thought he was a hero. So they must have seen him somewhere. In, in everything that was happening. I liked Samantha. I thought it was kind of a nice character development that she really kind of wanted to stay in this small town. And her publisher was calling her and bugging her to come back. I thought um, somebody mentioned earlier that Charlotte suggested that the reporters focus on Jen and Robert's family. I thought that was Robert's idea, but maybe I'm remembering it wrong. But whoever's idea it was, I didn't actually think that any – Reporters would respect that anyway. I think they'd be interviewing whoever they could. I wonder why she, the author, felt that she needed to write a prequel to this. I mean, what in, what in the heck is she going to tell us that we even care about, I wonder? I mean, I'm not going to read to find out. I'm not going to read a sequel either, but I wonder about it. Well, Robert, I got the impression that Robert... And Charlotte got together, and Robert, with his strong attachment to the city, said, well, I can take care of this, not even considering what it would do to his family to have questions being asked. But no, they they go all over. They're not going to pay attention to just talk to our spokesperson. That just doesn't work. Um, As far as a sequel, no, I don't think I'm going to visit there. Um, I had something else, but it's gone. I think maybe the prequel is just to, I didn't realize it was written after this book. In that case, it does not seem necessary. But when I first heard about it, I thought it probably just uh, developed the friendship between the four women, Jen and Charlotte, Julia and Lacey. And then we had the school shooting and now we're seeing the aftermath which would have been a nice way to deal with this whole thing. But, yeah, I probably won't read the prequel. I might read a bit of the sequel just to see what Jordan's big secret is, but I won't read it if it's longer than this one. I thought maybe the prequel actually showed you the shooting, possibly. Um, I did search around a little bit to see if how available her books are, and I didn't find them on Bookshare and I didn't find – I found she has a couple of books on Audible but not in this series. She's written like 20 books, and it looks like there's a whole bunch of series. So I don't know how accessible <laughs> – if we even wanted to read it, I don't know unless Bard gets it or Bookshare gets it at some point. Um, another thing that I personally found interesting was the security measures that they talked about doing at the school. Um, 
I don't really have much experience in this area. Um, I certainly am familiar with metal detectors. I, I mean, not I didn't go to school that had metal detector, but I've heard about metal detectors. But I didn't realize that some schools have children and the staff wearing badges, identification badges. And also they talked about, which I actually think is not a bad idea, making the wall at the entrance of the school all glass so that the staff can actually see who's coming into the school so they can see before they walk in if somebody, um, you know, shouldn't be there. I thought that was actually pretty smart to do, but I'm not familiar with children and, and, and staff having to wear badges. Maybe that's common in schools. Um, certainly schools in, you know, city neighborhoods um, often do have metal detectors. That, that I was familiar with. It's, it's off the subject, I know, but did any of you happen to hear the book review that Fresh Air did on the woman, the, the, the mother of one of the shooters there who has written a book? I found it very interesting. Yeah, I didn't hear it on Fresh Air, but I heard her interviewed somewhere else on NPR and saw a couple of her book reviews. Uh, that is a pretty compelling story. I think... I forget her name. Was it Klebold's mother, Mrs. Klebold, whatever her name is? You really got a feel for her. She's sort of the like the Julia was in this story. I think at Sandy Hook, the kids had to have badges to get in there, and the shooter somehow um, broke in the door or something like that. But I, I don't remember that for sure. That that NPR story, the the woman was was where? Which shooting was it that she that, that she was connected with? The one in. Um, Colorado, the, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the town. The one where those kids shot up the school. Columbine. Well, this this seemed to be a pretty bad shooting because there was 12 victims plus Gabriel shot himself. That That's a pretty big total, 13 victims in a school shooting. Um, and one of the other points that I wish they would have talked about more because I think it would have been interesting was the Pastor Scott apparently started a support group at the church, at the local church, and I would have liked to have heard a little bit more about that, you know, like who was going to the group and what they were talking about and how people were acting there because, I mean, this seemed like a town, I I don't know. I mean, I, I would think there would be like a lot of different kinds of points of view, you know, and I, I thought maybe things resolved itself a little bit too easily in this town. And I don't know in real life, I guess it'd be interesting maybe to, to read one of these books to see, you know, in real life how easily everybody unites, if they really do unite together or if there's really a lot of anger um, and, and, you know, people are, are, are mad at each other. I, I just don't know. I mean, I, that's something I wish she would have explored a little bit more. I think she laid out the characters here and different points of view, and she brought up a lot of interesting things, but I don't know that she tied everything together that well. One of the lines I sort of took exception to was when she the, the they said, well, this happened a month ago. You shouldn't be feeling that bad. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not it doesn't go away that fast. Trust me. One of the things I I thought was kind of curious about it, I, I didn't get the sense the town had a lot of cultural diversity. Uh, uh, it, it seemed like a like white bread all the way upper middle class uh, stuff, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure how 
I mean, I guess there are enclaves that are like that, and uh, I guess that's how the authors want to portray this one. But uh, it made it all feel kind of like a, a visit to, uh, you know, like if, if Disney had a theme park where they <laughs> where they wanted to do a theme thing on uh, school shootings, I guess. But uh, uh, it just, uh, I don't know, it, it didn't really feel all that real to me. Yeah, I agree with you, Mickey. I remember that line, too, and it just seemed shockingly insensitive. Well, Alan, I, I grew up in a town like this. Uh, we didn't have any minorities at all. It was a purely white little small town in the middle of Indiana, so there's probably a lot of them around. Um, did you guys, were you guys surprised that Jen at the end kind of looked like she was going to forgive Julia when confronted with Julia face-to-face? She couldn't maintain her anger when she saw how upset Julia was. I thought that that was kind of nicely written in the book. Yeah, I don't know, actually. I, I, I wasn't really sure if I really felt that she was forgiving her or she just was, like, maybe just tired of being angry. Um, and I also just wanted to ask Lena, um, I noticed that you, you haven't had a chance to say anything, so um, I, if you, if you want to, you know, make a comment, um, we could all back away off the control key for a second and, and let you go through. Uh I talked with Lina before. She said she's not uh, going... Well, you can always add something to it, Lina, but uh, anyway, um, I thought that that ending was very contrived. It was like, okay, now I have to end this happy. So I'm going to make the the two of them become possible friends. And I kind of said, yeah, mm-hmm. All of a sudden I'm going to be nice to this person. Oh, yeah, right. I, I just, uh, it didn't it didn't work. Yeah, it kind of happened too fast. This is Lina. I didn't read the book. I, I've been listening to you guys for a long time, and I've been trying to get in on the discussions. So I was, this is, I'm just listening this time to see if I can get everything to work. That's fine, Lina. I mean, you're you're welcome to to come and and listen. You know that that's fine. I just wanted to make sure because sometimes people they don't know the mechanics, they don't know to hold the control key. You know, I just wanted to make sure that if you wanted to get through, you had the chance. But you know, you don't have to. It's it's really it's up to you if you want to. Well, I have to say, Lina, your voice sounds crystal clear. So your technology's working for you. I'm doing it on an iPad. I I have read books that you've read before and tried to get in on the discussion, but I couldn't do it on the computers I was using. So I'm trying it on the iPad, and it seems to be working. And I'll read the next book. I just didn't get to do it this time. So I will take part next time if I can. If this works, um, and you don't mind another person in the group, I'm here. That's great, Lina. Um, have, sometimes I think maybe people like on the DB Review might be following the group, but then they, they can't come in because they have Macs or something. So I'm, I'm very happy if we recommend books. You know, I'm, I'm happy that, that people, if they want to read along, that's, that's great. Um, and next month we'll talk about it a little bit later, but we're actually going to have an author come, so it's kind of like a special event. So it, it'd be great if you could join us. And we never mind another person in any of our groups. The more, the merrier. So uh, uh, sometimes we have just very, very few. So it's always good to have another participant. 
Yeah, one of the things I, I do tend to agree that it, it did end up, try to end up all happy all of a sudden. I mean, here she wasn't talking to Julia at all and apparently just melted and, you know, was able to try to talk with her. But I think one of the people I did get annoyed with was Charlotte because she just kind of was a busybody and and she was determined that things were going to work out the way they were going to work out. I mean, she was just getting into everybody's life. And, and uh, you know, she asked the girls to go ahead and, uh, and, and help to clean up Julia's shop, which was, I think that shop was something that, you know, she had all the uh, people, the artists of the, of the town, and she sold their goods and things. And, but... Um, I thought that uh, Jennifer's reaction was way out of line on the thing, and and I can certainly understand her sorrow, and I can understand some of her anger, and being a little slow to get back to get back to life again. But the ending I thought was just a little too fast, and too much was already forgiven and everything. And I also think that Robert is somebody I'd like to have heard more about. Yeah, I'm really glad that you said that, Ruthann, because I also found Charlotte really an incredible busybody. I just thought she was, like, trying to organize everybody's life. And I, she kind of got on my nerves after a while. I mean, I, I think she had good intentions, but... Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. It seemed like everything was very speeded up in this story, like everybody was supposed to feel better immediately. And I, I just don't think that happens in real life, especially something like this, a school shooting where children are killed. I mean, it's, it's you're not going to feel better, like Mickey was saying, you know, in a month or something. I mean, people are going to grieve for a very, very long time. Um, so I understand that she was trying to run the town and keep everything together, but this was not, you know, the normal, ordinary course of, of business, and I think things were going to be out of whack for, for, for quite, a, quite a long time. She also had this view that I am responsible for the town. I am the town. What happens, what goes wrong in the town rests on my shoulders. And that's not quite the way it would be. Yeah, there, there, would have been a, there would have been an opposition. Some people that were not happy with that arrangement, and they would want to maybe close the school. They didn't use that angle in the plot. Yeah, I think there would have been more people than, well, of course, there was Trevor and that bunch that were vandalizing Julia's home. Of course, they wanted her out and everything. I don't know. I, I had a little more sympathy for Charlotte. I felt like as the mayor... She probably did feel responsible for making sure the town got back on its feet. And she probably also felt some guilt that she didn't have a child killed, that she couldn't really identify with these parents. And that would be a tough position to be in. Well, it looks like we might end up early tonight. Does anyone else have anything else to comment about this book? I thought that one conversation between uh, Julia and the family that's she brought the basket to and all that was kind of unnecessary. I mean, no, I don't mean Julia. I mean Jennifer. She brought baskets to these people that came in. And this sounded like kind of a resort town to me. And I kind of thought maybe it would be on the East Coast. Uh, 
a place where they return, you know, like a resort place, like uh, on the on the, the people would come for the the sea, all that sort of thing. But I just thought some of that uh, was kind of unnecessary. I mean, maybe they're trying to get us to get the feeling of the town, but that one woman was just almost snotty with uh, Jennifer when she they were talking about, and she was kind of trying to show how ritzy she was or how high-powered, and, and uh, uh, Charity took great exception to this woman's uh, language and everything like that and her behavior towards the people of the town and yeah i totally agree with you ruth and that was totally unnecessary in a lot of ways this book seemed like a draft that needed to be flushed out more and edited some she could have gotten rid of that totally and you're right it was a resort town so i know when i was reading that part of it i was thinking like cape cod or something like that is where it was located at but she never really said yeah, that was the Anderson family, and I kept thinking, like, she must have been watching the real housewives of fill-in-the-blank to get this character, because it just didn't ring true to me. I mean, you know, people come in, and yeah, they have a little bit more money, but she was, like, ordering her around like she was a servant, and she came over with her little basket, and, you know, and her husband is in real estate, so she has to make these people happy, and it was just, like, it was it was just too much, so I thought that was, like, almost like satire, and it, it didn't really make sense, and she threw in all these little characters, like Anne-Marie, who was the baker, who was Robert's sister, and that, like, really never went anyplace, so there was a lot of, like, little flavors and stuff and I don't I'm trying to think um I remember I I took a trip once from uh, San Francisco to um Monterey by bus and we stopped at a whole bunch of different places along the way I think one was Carmel and a couple of other places and it reminds me of those kind of little towns like you'd go in and you know, there's like little shops, but it's not like they don't have like a Sears or something there. They just have these kind of like kind of, you know, crafts sort of shops or antiques and little restaurants and things like that. That's what I, I thought it was. Um, was it this book or another book where she said the people come from Chicago? And if they if it was, it would be either Wisconsin or Minnesota. Uh, possibly Lake Geneva, which is a pretty posh resort area. Um, I don't know, but it might have been from some other book that I was reading. Sorry. (laughs) I I was figuring the Great Lakes somewhere, especially if she's from Canada, that uh, these towns, but I, I remember these, I've been in these little towns also, kind of like, not the tourist type, towns but they small towns and they do pull together a lot what you find the uh uh feel you know they they depend on each other much more than they you don't find in the city or in the suburbs okay well i think we had a, a good discussion of the book um and um you know, there was a lot of characters. There were certainly some issues to talk about. Um, and I know everybody was happy because it was not a very long book. Um, and so our next book, our next time we're meeting is four weeks from today, which is Thursday, May 5th. Um, 
And we're going to read a book, which is also not a terribly long book. It's 8 hours, 55 minutes, so it's just a little bit longer than this book. It's called Orhan's Inheritance. And Orhan is O-R-H-A-N apostrophe S, Inheritance. The DB number is 82407. And the author's last name is Aileen Ohanesian. So I'm going to spell that. Aileen is A-L-I-N-E. And her last name is O-H-A-N-E-S-I-A-N. And its, its subject is historical fiction, which is accurate, but it's also it's a, one of these stories that is a dual storyline one. There's a contemporary storyline, and then there's a historical f- fiction storyline. And it's very much a family story, and there's a big romance in it as well. But it also is a historical fiction, and the author um, did a, a she was she has a degree in history, and she did a lot, a lot, a lot of research. I listened to a whole bunch of interviews with her, and um, her family actually, um, going a few generations back, her great grandmother, and also her, I think her paternal grandparents um, were affected by the Armenian genocide. So there's there's some reference to it, but it's not really graphic. It's not like, you know, scene after scene of torture or anything like that. But, you know, but it was a genocide, so, you know, she has to make some some reference to it. Um, And the contemporary storyline actually takes place in California. And um, I thought it was a really, really good book. Um, It's certainly, um, it's it's really well written. Um, It reads really, really quickly. And I wrote to her, I think, in February, and she wrote back to me, really nice, really gracious, and said that she'd be very happy to come and talk to, to us about her book. So um, um, I have to reconfirm with her, but my hope is that she will be here. And if for some reason she's not, then we'll just all go ahead and, and discuss the book. But we've had good luck with authors so far. When they've said they've come, they've actually come. So um, the book is Orhan's Inheritance. Her name is Aileen Ohanesian. It's DB82407, uh, 8 hours and 55 minutes. I put the uh, book information up in the chat window. If you hit F9 and arrow down, you can read the title, author, and DB number there, too. Thanks, Sherry and Michelle, for your excellent leadership and for everybody's comments tonight. I enjoyed the discussion. Okay, Alan, before you disappear, can you just tell us what is the next book for World of Books? And also, Don, if you want to mention the next book for the history group as well. The next book for Worlds of Books is called One Summer. And I need to, uh, I'll, I'll get off my keister and, and post it to, uh, you know, Bar Talk and DB Review and Bookshare Discuss tonight. It's, uh, it's by David Balacci, but it's not it's not a typical David Balacci book. It's more of a, uh, a human relations story. It's about this family where the uh, uh, the the husband's a soldier. And he comes back from from war, and he's he gets some kind of strange disease that's like killing him. And uh, the parent the the family he's got like three kids, and they're preparing for him to die. And then. Uh, uh, the the wife who's kind of holding everybody together gets killed in a car accident so uh, he ends up coming back and 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 it goes on from there but uh i, it, I thought it, i thought it was pretty enjoyable but uh uh and like i said i'll i'll post something on the list but thanks for for asking 
It sounds really gloomy, but trust me, it's not. <laughs> it's a good book. Um, yeah. Uh, w- next month we're going to do uh, uh, we're going to do uh, a bridge at Andau. Uh, a, I think it's A-N-D-O-W. My apex went down the tube, so I'm doing this pretty much from memory. It's by James Michener. It's one of his uh, more like a re- reporting history thing of the, the Hungarian revolt and invasion by the Soviet Union and the refugees coming over the bridge uh, across this canal. And uh, it's a very good story. Uh, he interviewed hundreds of people and his typical style reported on it and uh, I think it, it should make an interesting uh, account it's a fairly short uh, it's not like his other books that are quite long well thank you both for mentioning the books and Don you know I've always wanted to ask you do you use any particular program when you do the audio recordings because I, I always wonder like do you do the editing? Do you use a particular software program or something to do that? They have a lot of them now, and I don't know which ones are good and which ones are not. I wanted to say before Don comes back on that, thanks, everybody, for this book discussion. I thought what was interesting about this book was that we all seemed pretty mediocre on it, but yet there were a lot of issues that could be discussed, which I guess makes for a good book discussion. Yeah, so so true. And I've started the other book for next month, and uh, 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 so far I, I was afraid it was going to become very graphic. But I guess maybe I'm I'm was about four hours into it, so maybe it doesn't. But anyway, um, uh, what I use, I I record. I've started recording with my stream actually right off the computer, uh, and that that that's worked quite well. I used to record. Uh, in line off of with uh, my uh, software program, which is is Goldwave. That's quite used, quite, uh, and it has a lot of scripts, so you can use it with JAWS pretty well, and it works pretty well. But I record it on a, then copy it onto the hard drive and use uh, Goldwave to uh, edit it and cut out and try to take the bad parts out when I can and. Uh, Static. I haven't learned it totally, but it's uh, so far worked pretty well. I thought about looking at some of the other programs, though. Um, I don't mean to uh, be correcting exactly, but I think it's the bridge at Landau, L-A-N-D-A-U. Oh, like Martin Landau, the guy used to be in Mission Impossible. Okay. Uh, oh, and I was going to say uh, Novel Ideas, which meets the third friday of the month maybe is the book we're doing for that this month is called the boston girl i can't remember the author's name i can't remember the db review number but it is called the boston girl well actually i downloaded the book today so it's actually the bridge at andauer it's a-n-d-a-u so just in case anybody's looking for it um, i mean you could look under james mitchener but we all know he's written tons and tons of books. I actually searched it with Mitch. I put Michner in quotes and Hungarian because it deals with the Hungarian Revolution in quotes, and that's how I found it. But it's actually A-N-D-A-U. I, I tried to get on DB Review before. How do you do that? I'm I'm sorry, but I 
right now, in case you're interested, the Mitchner book is 82338. 82338. Lana, uh, the DB Review is, is an email list that you have to subscribe to, and uh, uh, I, I can't remember. I, I don't think it's got one of those addresses that you can just send an email to with the word subscribe and the subject. I think you you may have to go out to a web page to do it, but I could be wrong about that. Somebody else can chime in. You know, you could probably email um, Nolan Crab, and I'm I'm pretty sure his address is Nolan period Crab C R A B B at gmail dot com, and he's the moderator of the list. He could definitely give you the instructions. So, you, if you if you want to try to e- that email address, it's Nolan N O L A N period Crab C R A B B at gmail dot com. I don't know why I remember his email address, but I'm like ninety eight percent sure that's his address, and I'm sure he could give you the instructions. Okay, I'll do that. Thank you. And and Lina, thank you so much for joining us. I, I hope that you'll you'll come back again. And thank you, everybody. Um, the discussion was really good. Like Sari said, you know, we all had little minor issues, but it was a really good discussion. And um, hopefully, you'll all you'll all come back May fifth because you know it's it's nice when the authors come if we get a good showing. Um, it's you know, it's, and and if you wouldn't mind, if you do come, even if you don't love the book, if you could just think of like any question, doesn't have to be like a brilliant question, just any question, because I think when they come, um, you know, they like to feel like somebody's out there who's talking to them. So, you know, who's your favorite author? You know, I don't know any any question you could think of. It doesn't even have to do anything with the book. But if you wouldn't mind, I think that would be great as well. Well, anyway, good night, everybody. Thanks again for coming, and I'm sure we'll all see each other in, in other book groups very soon. <laughs>